You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. Welcome to the Rua Space Podcast, where we help you make space for the Holy Spirit in your everyday lives. I'm Erin. And I'm Phil. You're not Phil. I'm Phil. I almost said the wrong name. That's awful, guys. I love it. Oh, friends. I mean, we are um, one and all of that with the married thing, but you know. Oh, my word. Okay, that's all right. Um, okay, anyway, I digress. We digress. Back to the point. We've got a really great podcast episode for you today. I'm super excited to be here with Phil because he's going to be explaining something that comes from quantum physics. There's a really neat experiment that they did. And when we observe the experiment, then there's some really interesting conclusions that we can draw for our own life. So don't hear quantum physics and think, uh-oh, and turn this off. <laughs> I promise that Phil makes it accessible to all of us, but I think uh, he's going to share the experiment and what's going on, and then we'll be able to talk afterwards about the implications for quantum physics on our prayer life. Yeah, and as Aaron said, it can be a little heady, so if you find yourself wondering what's going on as I'm explaining it, that's okay. The conclusion is the most important piece and we will get there, but I want to sort of explain all the steps in order to get there. So this is known as the double slit experiment. There's tons of videos on YouTube about it. You can read all about it online, but it's essentially this experiment having to do with quantum physics and quantum physics is dealing with things that are really small. So in this case, we're talking about something like light, which is a particle and a wave. Now, when you think of a particle, you can think of like a paintball being shot out of a paintball gun, right? And a wave being, you know, like a, a ripple in water, you drop a stone and it causes that wave to go out, right? So in this experiment, what's really fascinating is because light is both a particle and a wave, it acts like both a paintball and like that ripple effect in water, some weird things happen. So I want you to picture in your mind, uh, a wall and then a second wall behind it and there'll be some space, right? So two parallel walls. <laughs> two parallel walls. With a gap between them. Yes. Now the first wall is going to have a vertical gap, like a slit, like a small, win like you'd see in like a castle, you know, those like small windows that the archers would shoot out of. Okay. Like imagine, maybe even think about that. You can think about this as a castle wall. There's a little vertical wall, little vertical hole in the wall, right? That's one slit. Now what's interesting is when you send a like a paintball through that one slit or you shoot a paintball gun you know a hundred times through that one little slit it's going to hit the wall in a huge line right it's going to basically make the same shape as the window on the other side right because almost like if it were a sunbeam coming through yeah sunbeam is hitting that wall and it's going to go in that one exactly place where the slit it's not going to go off to the sides because the angle of the shot can't go off to those sides so when you shoot a single ball through a hole like that it's just going to make one band on the back wall but what's weird is if you send water like a wave through that same slit like you can think of like a bay and an oh you know oh, i was in thinking a, of the moat overflowing yeah the moat overflowing <laughs> the Let's dragon say was like, lands in the moat yeah. and it sends a wave of moat water through the window. exactly if it goes through the one window what happens is the wave spreads out on the other side so if the wave were to leave a mark on the on the wall you'd have the the wave would hit strongest right in front of where the window is and weaker as it ripples out right so mm -hmm. it comes out like a semicircle 
and oh, expands. Oh, like a spray bottle. When you're spraying a spray bottle yeah. and like the center of the circle is always the wettest right. and then it's less right. wet as you go out. So that's what happens when you send it through a single window. Now in this experiment, they say, now picture a second slit or window right next to it. And you now shoot paintballs through both holes. You're going to have two bands, one for each window. Okay. But or if like you send... our analogy before, there's a stream of light. Yeah, and light's a little weirder than just that, but yeah, I, it can help you with the picture. But now if you send two waves of water through two slits, what gonna hap what's going to happen is those waves are going to hit each other, right? And where the waves are the trough at the bottom, they're going to they're going to expand and become even deeper down, and when they're where they're high, they build up, but when a wave hits a high point hits the low point of the other wave they cancel out so if you were to record this on that back wall instead of having two paintball strips you'd have stripes you'd have really bright stripes where they built up and then they'd cancel out in some places and so you'd get this okay. wave pattern of stripes because oh, that's how the waves hit the wall like let's say we put paint in the water and it could hit the wall that kind of thing right okay. so what happens then is when you shoot um, light so you're not shooting paint or water now you're shooting light what's really goofy about this is when you shoot one electron through one slit it hits the back wall like a paintball would okay. where you just get a single band but what's really weird is when you shoot it through two slots you get a wave pattern so when you so shoot you're shooting two single electrons no yeah through the two slits at the same time and it's causing the wave no, on the other right. side Yes, but what's really weird is when you only shoot one through at a time, it interferes with itself in some way and creates a wave pattern. So like instead of getting two bands on the back, like if two people stood at holes and shot paintballs, you'd have two markings. With light, what happens is if they even shoot one through one slit, and then the other through well, the other no, slit? No, no, just towards the slit because the light... With there being two slits. Yes, with so two slits. one through one of the two well, slits. Well, but here's where it's weird is if you shoot <laughs> Sorry, it towards the slits, they don't know. This is where the math gets really weird. And this is where, please don't, don't get lost. I know it's weird, but... Okay. That's uh, okay. We're all trying to picture what, it together, What's happening friends. is... <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> in, when you would expect it to be like the paintball where you'd have two lines on the other so wall... So you're either shooting it through one window or the other. Right. But what happens is the way... the light acts like a wave and interferes and so this is where scientists came up with your question what oh. if we only shot one particle through at a time shouldn't it just hit the back wall like a marble because there's nothing to interfere with but it actually turns into that wave pattern and even though there's nothing for oh. it to interfere with oh, it gives you the interference pattern so scientists said well this is really goofy because how can it be interfering with yeah, nothing that's there so with? so they said mathematically what's really goofy about this is that it goes through both slits and and neither and it goes through just one slit and not the other but then also the other slit and not the other one this is where quantum physics gets really weird we don't actually know it's like it's doing all of them it's, it's like the paintball or the marble is going through all the slits only one and only the other all the potentialities exist so this is the whole like schrodinger's cat sort of idea is the cat dead or alive? You don't know till you observe it. All possibilities kind of type thing, which Weird. that gets even more complicated. I so, was thinking but, more like it's more like Jesus is all God and all human. Yeah. That, because that always was really trippy to me because he's 100% yeah. both, which mathematically doesn't work out. So, so okay, we're kind so of So here's where it gets situation. weird. They say, we don't know which slit it goes through or if it's going both. So it does a wave pattern, right? Right. 
So what's goofy now? This is where it gets really trippy, but this is the conclusion that I think is important. When they then try to observe, they put like a mechanism behind one of the slots or like right in front of it to say, if it detects it, we know it went through this slot, not the other. When they observe it, it goes back to the marble and no longer produces the wave pattern. It stops producing the wave pattern and produces the particle pattern like a paintball. Because it's being watched. Because it's being observed it acts differently because now it can't go through both slots. It has to choose one. And because it must now choose one because it's being observed, it has to hit the back wall without interfering. It can no longer interfere with itself because it's not going through both. It must go through one and hit the back, right? So the act of human observing changes how the light acts. That is really that's weird right like wrap your mind around that okay so this is why i wanted to talk about quantum physics because quantum physics is all about these potentialities that when an observer comes in changes it well and what's interesting is you know when you've started out and we're saying okay quantum physics i think this is not relevant to my life because right. i don't deal with quantum physics i homeschooling <laughs> i'm a mom you know i'm yeah. a homemaker we do rua space but what you're saying is i mean the reason quantum physics matters is this is how our universe operates yeah. and who is the creator of the universe it's god and so if god has created this to be part of the universe right he's he's infinitely creative and playful and he creates awe-inspiring magnificent puzzling things right. so quantum physics then is exploring this aspect of what god has created which yes. then should ought to I'm presuming this is where we're going. Have a, have a, um, give us a consideration, something to reflect on. If God, the creator, has made this to be true, that light behaves one way, and then when we're watching it, it'll behave another way, that there's probably some other parts of our life where our observation or interaction or intentionality yeah. makes some changes. Right, exactly. It's the observer effect. It's saying that as human beings, we affect things by observation. Our presence has an impact on everything that we observe. Mm. And so um, if our observing an electron or like light changes how it acts or uh, in other quantum experiments, the measurement is going to affect the thing being measured, then prayer, where we are observing someone in a journal or in a piece of art or even just in our minds or speaking their name, I'm thinking of prayer here as observation and saying we are going to picture the person in our mind. We're going to pray for them. If it affects an electron, here's where I would say how much more does our observation of a person affect that person? Mm. Giving them a face. Give, I mean, how many people feel like they're not truly seen? And if we see them, even without them maybe knowing about it, my and again this is this is getting into some weird stuff right so if someone were to like ask me to prove all this i i just have to point back to the science and say i think there's an extrapolation here that observing another person in the presence of god has got to have an effect if it affects an electron mm. it has to affect another person and this was really encouraging for me because i often wonder does prayer matter 
right? Like, doesn't God, isn't God going to do what God's going to do? Does God care that I'm asking God to do something? And I know scripturally, we see Paul always praying for the churches. Jesus prayed for us. We have the story of Abraham asking God to change, right? So we have those stories, but you sometimes wonder, does it really have an effect? And that could be another conversation of intercessory Mm -hmm. prayer. I think it absolutely affects us no matter what, but this basic observation from quantum physics seems to say to me that when we as humans get involved in something, it absolutely always has an effect. Wow. So that really does make you stop and think then how we can be intentionally praying and thinking of others in our life. Whether, I mean, I think sometimes I get caught up in the um, how do I let them know bit, but what you're saying is, it's not us letting, I mean, the scientists weren't letting the electrons know they were being observed, right? And it still made all the change in the world for that experiment. So just thinking and praying, even if it's just a short thought. Right. Um, it affects you. And it, it affect, I think it affects that person. But in some way, it almost is affecting like, you know, everything is energy, which again is a little weird. But literally all of us are made, everything is made of energy. I think what it's saying is God made it so that when humans, like God created the universe by speaking, right? Um, God gives us amazing power to say what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What you loose on earth is loose, right? Like God says what you people, human beings, put your mind and actions to will affect the world now and forever. And so that's where I want to encourage people to say, it is important to pray for one another. Mm -hmm. It is important to um, give a face and a name to those who have no face and name. That what could this do, not just for your family, your friends, but what could this do for a stranger who may never necessarily know, but maybe there's an effect? What could this do for our enemies? What Mm -hmm. could this do for the peace in the world? Like when God says, pray for your enemies, I think there's a sense in which it absolutely shapes us when we pray for enemies, right? We become more loving and and merciful and gracious, but maybe there's an effect that we don't fully understand on them too. Right. Just because of how God made the world. Well, and what I'm thinking is encouraging too right now is as we're recording this, we are still full on in the COVID pandemic. And there are many of us who are still sheltering at home um, or as much as possible, keeping things to a minimum contact with others. And I think that's been one of the challenges of this pandemic is feeling a bit adrift because we mm. we aren't doing community the way we're accustomed to even if we're you know even if you are someone who's getting out there and still doing some some stuff it's it's not what it was and i think what i'm feeling encouraged by in all of this is instead of kind of perhaps in my case moping about that loss using that as a trigger to say hey when i'm sorry for what i've lost out on I'm going to sit for five minutes and I'm going to think about the people I love and that I miss and I'm going to pray for them and just pray that God is bringing them peace today. Pray that their life is filled with joy. Pray that they're finding a ray of sunshine in all of this. Um, pray for their health and wellness. You know, letting that, because we we do feel those, that's part of the grief process, that's part of a pandemic, mental health, um, is that you're going to think about it. Using that as your trigger to activate you to prayer and, and remembering and being encouraged that, that that will make a difference in their life. You might not be doing life the way you used to, but that doesn't mean that there aren't still meaningful ways you can contribute to the lives of the people you love. Yeah, I mean, telling them you're praying for them, who knows the impact they could have. But I think even just mm-hmm. the action itself, 
I can't explain all of it. Just like we can't explain how the universe works. The more we study it, the more we actually realize how weird it is yeah, and how things things don't work according to the laws we thought they should follow. Right. It seems to have an impact. Well, you know, and we do. We serve a mysterious, awe-inspiring God who his ways are so much bigger and more complex than what we can even fathom. And I think that's, again, I keep going back to that's his creative side. And that's what allows us to have such creativity and diversity in our own thoughts and actions. Um, But yeah, that that he would care to make this a possibility and Mm. that it has been stumbled upon by people. Um, It should should inspire us (laughs) and encourage us. So friends, our invitation is to be encouraged that your words, your thoughts, your prayers, your journaling, the art you make. I mean, maybe this is writing someone's name on a paper and doodling. We're going to have a Sybil Macbeth on the podcast soon who talks about praying in color. And um, that practice, it all seems to have an effect, even if we don't understand it. So friends, pray. Pray for one another, pray for your enemies, pray for the world, because I believe it'll make a difference even if we don't fully understand how. Now, I have two pieces of business before we wrap up. The first one, and this is on the trivial side, but Phil is really good at editing our podcast. However, if you are listening and there is a faint rumbling underneath, I just want to say... That our cat has decided to curl up in my lap and has been purring this entire time. So if you caught him purring, um, I'm sorry, but also I just didn't have... It's a cold, (laughs) drizzly, rainy fall day. So uh, I let him stay, in other words. So my apologies if I messed up the sound with that decision. Um, But our second, probably the more important thing that you need to know is just a reminder that we have opened our Patreon support page. And... If we have blessed you in any way, this ministry does cost us money to run. Um, As you know, we aren't sponsored. We don't run ads. And so Patreon is a way that you can support us. You can help us keep this ministry going and going strong, especially in these times. And it's $5 a month to become a member. And we offer you all kinds of exclusive content. There's live events that we do with our Patreon members. Patreon members have access to giveaways, to special articles. So There are um, some cool giveaways coming up. We're very excited about our Patreon um, support group. So if you are not yet a member of Patreon, we would encourage you to at the very least go and check it out and share that news with other people. Yeah, (laughs) push the link. Um, But yeah, I think that was my my housekeeping. Did you have anything to add before we go? No, thank you guys for joining us. We love you, appreciate you. Until next time. Grace and peace.